The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Now live, the king of cuisine, Peter Dills. Another restaurant show, right? No, it's no. Peter Dills, the king of cuisine. Yes, indeed, it's Peter Dills, the king of cuisine of Orange County. We're here up until 6 o'clock, 545. Of course, Leroy will be here talking about wines from Temecula in about 5, 10 minutes. A good friend of mine. Actually, I just met him at Mihari's Mexican restaurant in uh, Pasadena. But we're good friends now because he brought me some tequila, <laughs> some Casa Noble uh, tequila. And we're going to be talking to him in about five minutes from now. Uh, up until, uh, oh, last last night you might have missed me on KRLA AM 870. We talked about all the fun ways that you can open a bottle of champagne. On Facebook, it's still there. It's still street streaming and uh, we'll 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 get the uh, we'll get the Facebook going today at about 5:15, so you can see what Steve Calabro Calabro looks like. This handsome devil. He's the brand ambassador uh, for Southern California. Like I said, for Noble Tequila. All right, Happy National Lager Day. Well, we're going to be talking about tequila, but I guess we've got a real quick run through National Lager Day. It's my favorite type of beer, you know, we're always talking about Sapporo Beer, proud sponsor of Dining with Dills right here on the show. By the way, we're up until 6, and next week we'll be back, and I believe the following week will be Christmas weekend, so uh, just plan on us being here for sure next week. One in three Americans prefer Budweiser? Really? Eh, let's... Well, that couldn't be true. 28% say it's their favorite lager brand, but maybe that's for the United States, followed by Corona, Coors, Miller, and Heineken. I like Heineken, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, Budweiser, king of beers. But for me, it's... Uh, well, okay, that's domestic beer. And then over here, 67% of Americans prefer uh, domestic beer. Well, 33%, okay, somebody went to college, prefer imported beer, meaning domestic beers make... Americans very hoppy. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, Americans' top 10 most beer-loving states. Massachusetts. Okay, home of Samuel Adams. I guess they do a lager. Missouri, Wisconsin. Oh, those Wisconsin's obviously a big beer state. Oklahoma, Arizona, New Jersey, Virginia, Maryland, New York, and Colorado. California's not on the list because they like IPAs. All the hipsters here like the IPAs. Sergio, we've got a trivia question, and I'm giving away... A, uh, I'm actually doubling up today. I'm giving two things away. I'm giving away a $25 gift card to Tequila's Mexican restaurant out in Burbank. Plus, I'm, I, they've got to have your product, Casa Noble. Okay. So Carlos is out there with you know uh, my good friend, so he gave me a $25 gift card to give away. Plus, I've got, I think it's a $25 gift card to Gladstone's in Long Beach. And Sergio is going to play a little bit of music for you. This is from 1929. You have to name, tell me the name of the artist and the name of the song. Okay, Sergio, play a little. It, it would help if I gave out the phone number. Seven one four two eight three zero eight three zero seven one four two eight three zero eight three zero. So we got a phone call already, and I didn't even give out the phone numbers. Must be a, a friend. 
<laughs> of the show or of the host or the co-host today. Uh, CD, welcome to Dining with Dills, calling in from Pasadena, my hometown. You've got a question. How you doing? We're doing good. How are you doing? Good. Hey, I have a question because you're going to do some tequila things I've heard in Through the Grapevine. I went to uh, Mexico once, and this guy told me that, you know, the tequila with the worm in it, I thought it was really disgusting, but he said if the worm dies within seconds, that's great tequila. What do you think? I, I don't know. We've got the expert here. I wasn't going to bring him on quite yet, but he's here, so Steve, fire away. Steve is the brand ambassador for Casa Noble <laughs> Tequila, and... Uh, Okay, so one more time, CD. What is the question? I'm perplexed. Well, it's the the question is is that I, when I went to Mexico once, uh, this guy served up a bottle of tequila and it had a worm at the bottom. Okay. And he said to find out if tequila is really good, that you drop worm in, and if it dies in seconds, oh. that means it's really great tequila. All right. Uh, well, I've got the man that. Is gonna give you the answer or make up an answer? I don't know. Oh, I have the answer. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. It's actually not a worm. It's a grub, and it's called a gusano. Um, that's the name of the of the grub. It's called a gusano, and it grows on the agave plants. And uh, like in the United States, when we used gunpowder to, to for um, to show people the proof of alcohol by the color of the flame, many many years ago in Mexico, they would drop the worm in the bottle of tequila. And it's putting something living in straight alcohol, so that would be proof that it was high-proof alcohol that was in the, the bottle. That phased out many, many years ago, and now it's more of a mo uh, marketing gimmick for uh, mezcals. And people would say when you drank, when you ate the worm, you would hallucinate. If I drank an entire bottle of tequila or mezcal, I'd hallucinate too. Right. So that's, that's what happens. But that's the truth behind it. It's called the gusano worm, and they actually make uh, salt out of it called sal de gusano that you can find on the on the rims of many margaritas and those kind of things. But there's your answer. Well, I want to thank you very much. I always wanted to know. You're very welcome. All right. Hey, thanks for the call. That's CD calling in from our hometown of Pasadena. I thought it was uh, a friend of yours, but don't know who CD is. Sounds like a fun guy. So go out and get some tequila. All right. So why don't we play that little music one more time, then we're going to go to break. And then we're going to get right into our interview with Stevie's with Casa Noble Tequila. I'm going to keep my mouth shut this time and let the song play. It's Dining with Dills, the king of Orange the king of cuisine of Orange County. Uh, taking a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about tequila. Ducks Radio AM 830 KLAA When you really want Italian food you've got to get to Columbo's Columbo's Italian Steakhouse and Jazz Club Colorado Boulevard Eagle Rock It's that little neighborhood place you wish was down the street from you Seekers of luscious and appetizing gustatorial pursuits indulge your fancies with steaks so absolutely yum-yum. Vegetarians have forsaken kale and pilates and never look back. Fish specialties so fresh and delicious and chosen by King Neptune himself and relish Columbus Italian family specialties so delectable you'll be yelling out bravo, bravo. And let's not forget Columbus world famous meatballs and you've got to try their breakfast pizza. Mm. 
Oh, and jazz every night. Service that's friendly, not fawning, and at a price that'll keep you coming back. That's Columbo's. That little neighborhood place you wish was down the street from you. Columbo's Manja. Hey everybody, it's Peter Deals for Sapporo Beer. It's the number one selling Asian beer in the United States. It's contemporary, it's stylish, it's food friendly, and it's legendary. Sapporo stands out from the crowd. Since its creation in 1876, Sapporo has been crafted using only the finest ingredients. Sapporo maintains its rich brewing tradition and historical taste profile, which were first modeled after the Bavarian purity law. I love it. When it's warm outside, there's nothing better than a cold Sapporo. It's Peter Dills, and if you like great Mai Tais and a wide range of Hawaiian-inspired food, then I need to tell you about one of my favorite restaurants. It's the Canoe House on Fair Oaks in South Pasadena. Great happy hour and some of the best Mai Tais that I've ever had. The Canoe House is fun. It's exotic. The food ranges from burgers and onion rings to ahi salad with weekly cold beer specials and that Mai Tai that I was telling you about. You can get it at happy hour each and every Monday. Every night is something different. The Canoe House in South Pasadena is a great place for any night of the week and is only a short drive from wherever you're listening to our show. On behalf of Angels Radio AMA 30, we would like to welcome Shohei Otani to the Los Angeles Angels. For all the hot stove news and notes, keep it on Angels Radio AMA 30. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. I want to congratulate the Angels for getting Shohei Otani. If I'm butchering the name, I'm I apologize, but he is going to he's going to raise the ratings here on AM 8:30. I know that, and which is kind of ironic and fun that you know that Sapporo Beer is one of my big sponsors here on the show. So somehow I see some kind of opportunity there. All right, before we continue on with our guest uh, Steve from. Uh, he's a brand ambassador from Noble Tequila. Hey, my good friends at uh, Papa Cristos downtown L.A. on Pico gave me a note. They said, hey, Peter, let everybody know that we've got incredible gifts at the restaurant for $25 and under. Baskets that have already been made, and a lot of them include their beautiful cookbook inside where you can learn the simple ways of making your own Greek food at home. Obviously, you can just go to Papa Christo's on Pico and have them put together a gyro uh, bar for you, buffet, which is uh, $12 a person, minimum of, of 20 people. You can uh, make a reservation or just stop in to Papa Christo's in Los Angeles. Uh, many of you know I was born in Athens, Greece, and I call Papa Christo's a little bit of Greece or a little bit of Athens. In LA, why would you spend $800, $900 on a round trip airfare if you could just go to Papa Christos in downtown LA? Free parking in the back. Make sure you ask for Papa Christo or Cousin Mark. They will make you feel loved, they'll make you feel welcome. If you're a new customer or old customer, there's, I've never, I've, I go in there about twice a month and I've never seen either one of those guys in a bad mood. So if you're looking for some catering, they can figure out how to deliver it to you, or you can come in and pick it up. That's Papa Christos in downtown L.A., a little bit of Athens in Los Angeles. All right, we're talking to Steve Calibro. He is the brand ambassador of uh, Casa Noble. We just had a guy calling in about the worm. I've got a question for you. Yes. Salt, right. 
uh, is, is his mic on? You got his mic on? Uh, salt, uh, <clears throat> lemon, lime. Right. Um, okay, there we go. Salt, lemon, lime. Is it needed for, for tequila? What is, no. what is the purpose of salt, lemon, and lime? Well, salt makes you thirsty. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right? Um, it's, it's more of, uh, see, uh, an easy way to put it is it's, a, it's an easy way to get you to drink bad tequila quickly. Mm-hmm. It masks the flavor. Okay, right? I've got another great question for okay. you. I, I didn't even write notes, and now I've got these questions <laughs> coming out. Do you need, when you're making a margarita with sweet yeah. and sour, let's say La Paz, I don't know any other brand. Right. Oh, oh you're, he's shuddering his eyes. Okay, if you're making a Nothing margarita with freshly squeezed uh, sweet and sour. Correct, okay. Does it matter which kind of tequila you're you're using? Um no, mo- most margaritas you'd want to use a silver tequila because that okay. is the most. Uh, that's what the flavor of the agave plant is, as opposed right. to an aged tequila. Um, it it's really depends on on taste and flavor. Uh, you, one you, one thing you are supposed to do is add the most expensive ingredient last. So you what you want? What would that be? The tequila. Ah. So if you're making a margarita, you don't just throw everything in the glass. You'd start with if you're making your own really? sweet and sour, you'd start with lime juice and then some simple syrup and sugar, and then add your okay your restaurants. Sack. You've been doing it wrong because <laughs> I've ne- I always well, see it done te- rocks tequila right. stuff. Right. Being a bartender of 25 years, uh, I don't want to. I'd have to explain it if I if I messed up a drink and I have to pour it out. I'd have to put that on a check and explain to the owner why I wasted tequila. So it's just a way you just you add your most expensive ingredient last because if I mess up something else, I didn't waste a lot of money. And you never build a margarita on the rocks. You always build it because you're diluting it. Because huh. so, if, you, if you're making the margarita and you get distracted or anything, as soon as that liquid touches the ice, it starts to melt. So you're diluting your drink. That's why you make your margarita without any ice, taste it. When it tastes something, when it tastes acceptable, that's when you put in your ice and you don't shake it for 20 or 30 seconds I, I or any that nonsense. That. Just, you're going to pour it over fresh ice. So you just shake it for a couple seconds and then pour it over ice. It's going to continue to get cold. Okay. So let's say there's an ounce and a half or two ounces of tequila in a, in a margarita. <laughs> two ounces of tequila in a margarita. I've had this happen before. I like my <clears throat> margaritas lightly blended. Okay? okay. Salt or no salt. I really don't care because right. I'm using a straw. Right. Think about it, right? Right. I'm using a straw. What do I need salt for? But okay. Exactly. So uh, I've heard, I've been known not too often because yeah. I'm in the business too, but not too often to complain and I'll say, hmm, this blended margarita doesn't taste right. Oh, you should get it on the rocks. But if there's two ounces either way, what's the difference? What do we, what, remember when I said as soon as that liquid touches the ice, it starts to melt? Yeah. So if you have say 15 or 20 ice cubes in the glass and the liquid touches that it starts to melt what if you have 50,000 little shards right okay. they melt immediately so when you uh, me- when you ask for a blended margarita okay the bartender is giving you double the amount of ice uh, okay so you're getting double the amount of ice right. it's Ooh. being broken down very this man's a genius. This man is a genius. <laughs> That's why when you don't drink a margarita very quickly, you'll see it separate. And that happened to me. Um, we went out. My buddy and I go to this restaurant, <laughs> and we get margaritas. He gets a little touch of orange juice and milk. Don't don't ask me why. And I looked at it. We had three margaritas. Uh-huh. At the end of the night, the uh, the glasses were still there, but they're all half full. We didn't right. finish any of them right. because it was blended. Right. So. Uh, the rocks is the way to go. Yeah. Kayla, where are you? Come on in here. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. Come on in here. Introduce yourself to Steve. Yeah, you're basically drinking, when you blend it, 
the alcohol, alcohol, basically everything kind of separates. And that's why when you drink your margarita, then it gets down to the bottom. It's nothing but ice. So There's that's why it looks half open. Kayla's uh, here. Kayla's Hi, here. Kayla. Kayla, hold the hold the phone there for just a little bit. Kayla's our uh, intern, and plus she is when we have gadgets like a blender or <laughs> a spoon or whatever. Kayla will take it home with her. And then she'll uh, come back and say it didn't work. And half the time, <laughs> half the time, she doesn't like the stuff, and she says it oh. doesn't, doesn't work. If they have me back, I'll bring you an entire bar kit. We'll Thank make some you. drinks up here, and you'll, I'll show you so how to Ka- use it. So, Kayla, there I you go. You, I usually keep the stuff he gives. You me. should. Nice. Twenty-five dollar Burger okay. Boss. Do, is there a Burger Boss out where you live? You know, there was, and Uh-oh. then it went away. Oh. So I'll have to find another one. Oh, well, I got you a Burger Boss. You knew That's your okay. boss. But you'll find another one. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. So anyway, have you been, if you have you been listening to the genius here about tequila? Yeah. So now I've got to order it on the rocks, but I Always. like it on. A, yeah, I, I guess it makes sense. Did you it's, hear what he it, said? That the rocks, bigger rocks, but then you think mm-hmm. about the blending. It's all little shards. Shards. Would well, you? You're, you're, you're crushing the ice. You're crushing so the you ice. So you use the bartenders. And you're diluting it. You're, you're using double the amount of ice. So you're mm. using double the amount of water. And after five minutes, all that all ice, right. all those little crystals. Never again will we ever on the rocks. ever. Have a uh, blended margarita. If you uh, like it, knock yourself I out. I do like but it, but I, I do, but bartenders don't like for me to complain. Bartenders don't like blending margaritas. And they, don't. <laughs> you know, okay. I've got another good story, okay. and I um, this restaurant, I, and I put them on blast about about eight months ago, and I have not returned. It's called Cabrera's, and there's three of them. There's one in Pasadena. I go in there. I order a Cadillac. Yeah. And the reason why I ordered a Cadillac margarita was because I was a judge at a chili cook-off at 5 o'clock that day at a church. And I just thought for sure, Steve, that there would be no way that they'd have any alcohol at a church chili cook-off. Judge Ito and I were the two judges. (laughs) So I go into Cabrera's, and I ordered a Cadillac margarita. Right. Sat down. The girl that was my server, I've known her for a year. She was at a place called La Fiesta Grande before, and she's at Cabrera's. Now, she says, okay, I said, I just want a Cadillac because I'm in a hurry. I got to go judge this chili cook-off. She goes, you want a single or a double? I want a single. She goes, okay. I go, no, I'll make it a double. Of yeah. course, right? You, you saw me the other night at Mihari's. I you had to have a double. Time. You did, actually. Yeah. We had a good time. We had a good time. So I ordered. I said, give me a double Cadillac. She brings the drink back, and it yeah. tastes like uh, either lime juice or Gatorade. Right. Okay? And I go to the bartender. And by the way, this particular restaurant, I'm the only gringo in there. And what you said to me makes sense. And the point is, everybody's drinking beer in there. They're not drinking margaritas. Okay. Okay? So I get a Cadillac, and the guy, I walk over to the bartender. I go, Excuse me, um, this tastes kind of like limeade. And he goes, he does, he starts doing this to me, like, what? what what's the problem? I thought, man, what's he going to take me outside? He's doing, <laughs> no, he's doing like, what's the problem? What's the problem? I go, oh, I'm sorry, uh, the margarita. He goes, hey, I'm just following the owner's recipe. I go, okay, but I ordered a Cadillac. He goes, oh, no one told me you ordered a Cadillac here. And he's uh-huh. doing this. If you're watching Facebook, he's doing this to me, like, yeah. here. Grabs my glass. It wasn't even in a margarita glass. It right. was in a 16-ounce beer thing. That's Spirit. fine. El Cholo does it like that now, too. I don't know Love why. It. I want a margarita glass. So he grabs it, and he puts a little uh, Grand Marnier on the top. That's all he did. And then he pushes it back to me. Mm-hmm. We can't swear on the, the station, but I'm like, what the? Okay, I haven't been back since. I'm like, <sighs> 
So my point is, you're right, because I was the only one that goes in there. He doesn't want to make a margarita. He doesn't want to blend a margarita. I've got a great, I'll give you some great advice, and this is coming to you from Casanoble, right? Casanoble. <laughs> Our organic, yeah, organic. Um, the Grand Marnier drip on the top of a margarita. Drip. That was, that's pretty much a way for bar owners in the United States to save money. If you go to Mexico and you order a Cadillac margarita, you, you know, Grand Marnier is orange-flavored liqueur. It's an orange liqueur. Okay. What's triple sec? Okay. An well, orange liqueur. But there's already triple sec in it, so all I'm right. doing... So you're wait just... Wait a minute, I, I, no, Grand Marnier, the brown right. stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Grand Marnier is just a higher-end orange liqueur. So when you order a Cadillac... Kayla, I've been getting ripped off all these they, years. What they'll do is, on, on a real Cadillac margarita, they use Grand Marnier as the orange part, orange component of the cocktail. So you put in your tequila, your lime juice, your sugar, your tequila. Okay, your, what should your, I order? If, <laughs> don't order a Cadillac. <laughs> don't. Because when you order a Cadillac, all you're doing is paying for extra orange on top, a real ex, more expensive orange liqueur on top. In Mexico, they use... A, a Cadillac margarita is tequila, Grand Marnier, and lime juice. Not, wait a minute, wait, say that again? Tequila... Grand Marnier and lime juice, as okay. opposed to what they make up to here. Keep, but After, up here, they make a normal margarita, then they just float some Grand yeah. Marnier on top to save money because right. Grand Marnier is very expensive. Hmm. 714-2830-830, 714-2830-830. Uh, everybody's friend that's in the uh, liquor business, his name is Steve Calabro. He's a brand ambassador for Southern California for Noble Tequila. And we've got some tequila here if you're watching on Facebook. Um, explain to me, well, Blanco means white. I got that. Right. But what would a reposado mean? What does well, that mean? Reposado. Reposado. <laughs> There's the the best the the most well known classes of tequila are okay. a silver plata tequila, reposado means rested, uh-huh. and añejo means rested even over a year. Are there some bars in Southern California, some tequila bars that only serve añejo? Aren't or no? What is it? Agave. That's it. Or no, well, the the agave is the bay, is the plant that we make okay. the tequila from. Okay, okay, but okay. reposado means that it's been rested okay. in wood. In barrels, for, uh-huh. and the the in Mexico, there's very very strict laws. Like, like uh, for um, Casa Noble, uh, the, the laws on on reposado are that it has to be in wood from a minimum of 60 days to a maximum of 364 days. And just to prove to you that I've been listening to every word you've said, right. when you're making a margarita, your suggestion was to use the blanco. Right, right. Because you, you don't want to put a, you can if you want a reposado, which is a, a, an aged tequila. Right. It's been aged in well, I, I don't get it because I'm I like margaritas. I'm right. more of a beer and sparkling wine, champagne kind of guy. But like when people go in and they order a Grey Goose and cranberry, and I think, well, you know, what's the difference? I mean, I guess maybe they say in the morning that you can feel it, but I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between Smirnoff and Grey Goose if you put enough lime and and uh, cranberry juice in it. It's alcohol. It's right. all alcohol. Your liver doesn't go, mm, this is vodka, mm, this is gin. <laughs> yeah. It's all alcohol. Right. Uh, it, it's a, it's a, big, uh, a big factor, and that is the quality of it. Mm-hmm. Like our Casanova tequila is, was the first or certified organic tequila by the CCOF, which is California Certified Organic, organic Farmers. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a fantastic product that we don't adulterate at all, where you have other companies uh, all, all across the liquor spectrum, the spirit spectrum, that will add glycerin or sugar or colorings or things to smooth it out because they use an inferior product or they want to speed up production. 
those kind of things. We take ours very, very slowly. It's more about time and, and, and quality than it is about speeding everything up and, and all those kind of things. So if, if you have a, a low-quality spirit, a dirty spirit, and you drink a ton of it, you know, alcohol treats you the way you treat it. Okay, we're going to take a break, but be, but before we do, when I come back from the break, I'm going to ask you the difference between low, lowland tequila and highland tequila. Sure. All right. Uh, by, by the way, this uh, portion of Dining with Dills on AM 830 is brought to you by my good friends at You Gotta Be Nuts. Cashews, pistachios, pecans, all sorts of good ones available at Pavilions in the Produce Department, Kelson's Bristol Farms in the Snack Department, and, of course, our good friends at Longo Lexus in El Monte, right off the 10 freeway. Get into Longo Lexus, get yourself a test drive, and you don't have to be a billionaire to own a Lexus. Just ask this humble radio servant. I'm leasing my car, and I'm very happy. It's Peter Dills. It's Dining with Dills, AME 30, KLAA. While it's a time to play, it's a whipping day. I wait for it to hold you around. Those are marshmallow clouds being friendly. In the arms of the evergreen tree And the sun is red Like a pumpkin Ducks Radio AM 830 KLAA When you really want Italian food You've got to get to Columbo's Columbo's Italian Steakhouse and Jazz Club Colorado Boulevard Eagle Rock It's that little neighborhood place you wish Was down the street from you Seekers of luscious and appetizing gustatorial pursuits indulge your fancies with steaks so absolutely yum-yum. Vegetarians have forsaken kale and pilates and never look back. Fish specialties so fresh and delicious and chosen by King Neptune himself and relish Columbus Italian family specialties. So delectable you'll be yelling out, bravo, bravo. And let's not forget Columbus world famous meatballs and you've got to try their breakfast pizza. Mm. Oh, and jazz every night. Service that's friendly, not fawning and at a price that'll keep you coming back. That's Columbus, that little neighborhood place you wish was down the street from you. Columbo's Manja. Hey everybody, it's Peter Deals for Sapporo Beer. It's the number one selling Asian beer in the United States. It's contemporary, it's stylish, it's food friendly, and it's legendary. Sapporo stands out from the crowd. Since its creation in 1876, Sapporo has been crafted using only the finest ingredients. Sapporo maintains its rich brewing tradition and historical taste profile, which were first modeled after the Bavarian purity law. I love it. When it's warm outside, there's nothing better than a cold Sapporo. Hey, baseball fans, it's Peter Dills. Pyology specializes in making your own pizza your way with a variety of sauces, cheeses, and crusts and dozens of toppings. Pizza is an art at Pyology. Enjoy unlimited toppings, friendly staff, and for those days when you need fewer choices, a selection of appetizing specialty pizzas you can choose from. Made right in front of you, ready in minutes, Pyology is quick, affordable, and most of all, delicious. Located in Carlsbad, San Diego, Escondido, and on Bellflower Boulevard in Long Beach, Pyology is pizza. Ducks Radio AM 830 KLAA It's Peter Lewis dining with Dills. We are here uh, talking about tequila and here is my trivia question because the other one was way too hard. That was Louis Armstrong and uh, Barbecuin. Alright. This is so simple. 
I'm embarrassed to do it, but I've got a $25 gift card to tequilas in Burbank. Uh, what is the plant? What is the plant that uh, tequila is made from? What is the plant tequila is made from? And I, I'm going to ask you: Are this is this particular plant only available in Mexico, or it, could it, we find this plant in South America? You can find it all over the place. Yeah, huh. you, you can find it all over the place. Okay. It's, it's a, all right, two things I love is Italian food and neighborhood restaurants, and I have an excellent choice for you to try. It's called the Avanti Italian Bistro and Bar, and it's in my own backyard in Pasadena. Family owned and operated for 30 years. I was just there this past week. Best, chiqui- best chicken, paquita, paquita, chicken, paquita I've ever had. Chicken paquita. Sorry, Bobby. Sure, they have happy hour and free parking, but they can hold up to 100 people for your holiday party, and they have a variety on the menu, things that just keep me coming back, like the pasta, the pizza. Did I hear you say gluten-free? Yep, they can accommodate your every need at Avanti Italian Bistro and Bar. My selection of the week, it's a tender white fish called Branzino. Yes, Avanti of Pasadena, check it out. They're up there on Sierra Madre, above Colorado. That's Avanti Bistro and Bar, and I really was there just this past week. If you're looking for something, neighborhood style then i do recommend avante pizza this portion of dining with dills is brought to you by my good friends at tattinger champagne yeah last night we had the brand ambassador for tattinger showing us how to open a bottle of champagne do we need to teach us how to open a bottle of tequila i doubt it it's peter dills dining with dills we're here with our guest he is with the uh, Casa Noble. He's the brand ambassador. His name is Steve Calabro, and he's brought in a couple different bottles for us to try later on. But first, I want to ask you one more question about, well, I've got several questions. I've heard the term highland and lowland when right. we're talking about how tequila is or where tequila is farmed. Right. Uh, there's basically tequila is a valley. So you have peaks, you have you know, agave plants that grow up on the top of the of the hill, uh-huh. and in the in the bottom, right? Highland and lowland. Um, when it rains, right? Waterfalls on on the <laughs> waterfalls, it travels down those hills mm-hmm. and sinks into the basin. It takes with it all this dirt and all those kind of things, right? right? And all the all the soil. So you'll see the difference in flavor profiles from from uh, highland tequilas will be much lighter. Lowland tequilas will be more earthy. What happens if it doesn't rain one year? Did you they ever work think even about harder. That? That, no, because there's our agaves grow on the side of the side of a hill, so okay. they have to fight. They have to fight for water. Mm. So that just essentially gives them much more character, much more flavor, as opposed to something that's just been taken care of all the time. The or, name or, Dills, by right. the way, it's Peter Dills. You, the name Dills means one that farms on the side of a hill. There you go. How's that? See? And it really does. <laughs> so I could be a tequila farmer, I guess. Absolutely. Right. That's a good I idea. have a steak. Yeah. I have a stake in the tequila. Hey, it's Peter Dills. When I first met you, I thought, that guy's from Mexico. Right. You know, um, <laughs> we're talking about tequila. We're t- we talk about all sor- sorts of stuff on Dining with Dills. Stick around at about, oh, 12 minutes before the hour. Uh, Leroy Guilford will be here. He'll be talking about wines from Temecula. We do have a trivia question, 25 bucks to one of my favorite places to go to when I'm in the Burbank area. It's called Tequila's Cantina. It's a bar and grill. They've just redone the whole place. What I like about Tequila's is on Friday nights, they have a mariachi band. And Monday through Friday from 4 to 7, they have happy hour. Now, if you're going to go to happy hour, Steve, 
make sure you get a designated driver because they have a 48 ounce margarita that when we go there i'm going there with you and guess what we're going to do we're getting <laughs> we're it on order, the rocks we're going to order casa noble tequila <laughs> and we're, we're going to get casa noble tequila and we're going to get it uh, on the, the rocks, rocks yes. no more blended one more time mm. in, in 15 seconds to tell us why uh, rocks not blended less well, water less dilution okay when you have it on the rocks you the the drink stays gets cold and does dilute when you blend it you use double the amount of ice double the amount of water it melts very very quickly so you have a much uh, a diluted drink 7142830830 anybody have any tequila stories out there <laughs> i've probably got a few tequila stories i remember as a lad i still am i'm a lad as a young boy going down to Rosarita and Ensenada and Tijuana and getting into all sorts of fun mischief. But uh, I do like tequila. And I, I've, I'm glad that you've been on the show today because I, the way you explain things, right. it all makes sense now. It, it, no, it really does. And, and, but it, it's, and, and then when you said, the other thing that kind of is humorous to me when you said, the bartender doesn't want to blend the drink. <laughs> nope. We don't. We just want to pour it and get it out there. It's loud and yeah. it takes a lot of time. Yeah. But that's kind of the way I look at it. All right. All right. Uh, Scott. Oh, I know Scott Evans. Uh, Scott, welcome back to Dining with Dills. I would never miss it, Peter. Good I, to hear your voice. We're here from 5 to 6 every Sunday and 4 to 5 on Saturdays back in your hometown of Glendale on KRLA 870. You've got a question for Steve about tequila. How, yeah, I hey, do. How come so, you haven't played? No. Wait, hold on, Sergio. How come you haven't played any of that corny tequila music? Come on. I I I, I just posted a, a tequila uh, on your uh, on your uh, Facebook comments, so people can listen. <laughs> and our phone number seven one four two eight three zero eight three zero. Somebody just texted me and said. You don't give out the phone numbers enough. I'm, I give out the seven one four two eight three zero eight three zero. What's your question about tequila? Because I've got the guy here that can answer it. Okay, this is actually a serious question. Uh, I, you know, Peter knows I'm a vodka guy, but mm -hmm. I do like tequila. What, what makes some tequila drinkable and others non-drinkable? As far as how they just like make you shiver, or is it what you mix with it? Is it the filtration? Uh, is it uh, filtration? What makes some, maybe. Hmm. It's it's actually all those things. Um, what people don't do, and what when I met you, Peter, we were doing tequila tastings. Right, of course. And I was teaching people how to taste tequila. Right. And 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 to get rid of the tequila face. So the best way, I mean, <laughs> people people taste tequila and they make the tequila face. But what you have to do is you have to slowly you have to condition your mouth. You have to take several tiny sips first and and, and condition your palate. Then you can taste your tequila, and if it tastes. If it tastes rough, if it tastes dirty, if it tastes difficult and and, and mean, then you're 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 dealing with a tequila that that was probably mass produced very 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 quickly, as opposed to, again, our Casa Noble, which is an organic and kosher, one of the only ones available. It's the age of the agave plants matters. Most people, most places, you harvest their agave plants at six years. We wait till eleven years, so they're a lot more sugar. Do they use dye in tequila? Many do. They use coloring. Mm -hmm. And then, why? I don't because they want consistency. Mm -hmm. They want every okay. bottle to look the same. And if they make, if you mass produce things without, you know, in a factory as opposed to someone who really cares what they're doing, they're, you're going to get people that need they need consistency because they create so much. Whereas, 
the tequila, aged tequilas, Reposados, Añejos, Extra Añejos, all those kind of things, they should just get their color from the barrel that they're aged right. in. And that's what we learned about the Reposado, means to rest in the barrel. It means rested, yes. Rested in the barrel. Yes. Huh? Yes. Wait a minute. There he goes. There, there they, and <laughs> do you know the name of the band? Wait a minute. Muhammad Ali yeah. is the world... What was the champion? Champ. The champs. Oh, God. The champs. I should know that. I'm old. You know, I was thinking to myself the other day how far I drive for great barbecue. Fortunately, near our studio in Glendale, I've got one. It's called Robin's Wood Fire Barbecue. And it is indeed, I'm telling you right now, the best barbecue in the area. Robin's Wood Fire Barbecue is on the border of Arcadia on Rosemead near Pasadena. It's the real deal barbecue, complete with a Texas smoker. You don't believe me? Ask one of the people that work there, and they'll actually take you in the back and show you the best darn beef ribs. I've ever had incredible hot links. And if you're on a little bit of a budget, like we all are, check out their rib tips, $13.95, all you can eat. They're open until 10 o'clock tonight. That's Robin's Woodfire Barbecue in the city of Pasadena. I got one more to do, but we'll keep talking about tequila. Actually, uh, maybe I should get this one out of the way since we're here. Peter Dills here for the law offices of Carl D. Barnes. Have you been involved in a car accident? I sincerely hope not, but I saw a massive one today on uh, the hill, hill exit on the 210 freeway. If you've been involved in a slip and fall or just need some solid legal advice, call my friend Carl D. Barnes. He specializes in personal injury, workers' comp, wrongful death, and if you've been in a car accident like these three people were today take it from me don't try to negotiate with the insurance company on your no, your own they'll probably try to get you to you know take a quick settlement they'll probably ask you if they can pay for your car to to be fixed or get you a new car but will they take care of you on your medical expenses hmm. well don't accept an inadequate insurance call carl d barnes 806 barnes 806 Barnes. That's 1-800-6-B-A-R-N-E-S. Michael from Claremont, welcome to Dining with Dills. He's got a question. Yeah, you know what? I'm uh, listening to your program about tequila. I uh, recently read a book, but the book is about mezcal by a Mr. Granville. And he uh, traveled to Oaxaca, Mexico, studied with the artisans about mezcal and he believes that it's, it's a higher quality product of course it's different from tequila but uh if, if any of your people out in the audience might uh look into it they they, they get quite an education i i received quite an education from that book and it's a mr granville granville talking about mezcal hey uh Kayla, come in here one more time. One second. All right. Uh, thanks, Michael, for the call from Claremont talking about mezcal. What's the difference between mezcal and uh, tequila? Uh, essentially, <clears throat> pardon me, they're both made from the agave plant. Okay. Tequila. Well, you just gave out our well, trivia answer. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> um, they're both made from the agave plant. Tequila is made from 100% blue agave. The the uh, the it, Tequila is, is from the strain of the agave plant that's the Weber blue agave plant, whereas mm -hmm. or, um, mascals are made from several different um, strains of of, of, uh, of of agave plant. They mostly come from Oaxaca. Tequila has to come from the tequila region. Okay. Mascal came first. Everything was mascal. And then they realized that the, the, when they were making the mascal wine and the mascal, they realized that these specific agave plants that came from this one region the blue agave from tequila made a much smoother 
spirit. So that's essentially tequila came from mezcal. Or tequila is a mezcal. Okay, I got it. Essentially, Kayla, we need to set up a tequila tasting at Skyloft or the uh, Mozambique in Laguna uh-huh. and make him show up to. Uh, help us out with this. And I'm sure they've got, it's probably at Mozambique, they've got to have Casa Noble. What does what this make him show up? It sounds like you're ready to volunteer. I love it. I, yeah, there not, you go. I, there's more fun. We were having so much fun at Mahari's. Yeah. Just t- people were freaking out yeah. when, you t- when you teach them how to taste tequila. Well, Tommy's got a big following there. I went to high school with Tommy. Yeah. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know he went to St. Francis. Yeah, he started out at St. Francis, then he moved oh. over. Oh, he but, moved um, over to the, the dark side, the public schools, where I ended up going. <laughs> no, I, we had a, a People's reactions that night when we were teaching them about the Casa Noble, the organic, and, and how to taste tequila and putting it up against other ones, they could immediately taste the difference between the craftsmanship or the, or the quality of tequilas. So these people are spending $14, $15, $20 on a shot of tequila, mm-hmm. but they're not spending the time tasting it. They're throwing it back and making right. the tequila oh, face. Yeah. But we were slowing them down and yeah. saying, this is what you do. Now taste it. And they right. were, def- they were the faces were like, oh, I had no idea. And they were, we were, S- we're Sergio, do we have more commercials to play? I don't know. Okay, so we're going to take a break. Uh, We're talking tequila. Thanks, Kayla. Uh, When we come back, we're going to wrap things up, and then Leroy will be coming in talking about wines from Temecula. We'll be back uh, back next week, and then the following week is we're not here because I guess it's something called Christmas. Something's going on. (laughs) Something's going on. It's called Christmas. Uh, Santa Claus, it's his his time of year. It's Peter Dills, Dining with Dills, AMA 30. Of course, it's KLAA. And by the way, I'm really excited about this new guy that's going to be on the Angels. We're going to be drinking Sapporo in the stands in no time. Ducks Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. You have got to get to Gladstones, smack dab in the middle of Southern California in the thriving little hamlet of Long Beach overlooking the Queen Mary. Gladstones. Why? Well, seeker of wisdom, truth, and gustatorial delights, the mere fact that you honor the world with your magnificent presence is reason enough to revel with abandon in the freshest and most tantalizing provisions from the fertile plains and the briny deep at Gladstones. Feed your happy little face, mouth-watering laughter from the seven seas. Clam chowder so delicious, George Washington would swim the ocean for. Salmon so scrumptious, it might kiss you. Specials every day, and all at a price that won't bust the budget. Yes, I'm talking to you. It's the just reward for you being you. You have got to get to Gladstones, smack dab in the middle of Southern California in the thriving little habitat of Long Beach overlooking the Queen Mary. Gladstones! <laughs> you know, some combinations were just meant to go together. Burger and fries, washer and dryer, online dating. At State Farm, there's another combination that goes great together, home and auto, as in combining your home and auto insurance with one agent, which leads to another combination, which I like, saving dollars and cents. Your State Farm agent is T.G. Metzger. He's here to help life go right. Combine home and auto and see how much you can save. Call him right now. T.G. Metzger, 626-445-1500. Hi, fans. This is George O. And I'm Chappie. We want to invite you to listen to our horse racing and sports show with Chappie and George O. We will concentrate on our passion, horse racing. But we'll be touching on other sports like baseball, basketball, and especially football. We'll have great guests like jockeys, trainers, and handicappers.
From around the horse racing industry, our show will air every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. It's the Morning Line Sports Show with me, Chappie, and me, Giorgio. Don't miss it. 8 to 9 a.m. right here on AM 830 KLAA. Ducks Radio AM 830 KLAA. Speaking of Jim Pizer, we're going to be at Rocco's Tavern tomorrow at 3 o'clock with Mike Bingley. Uh, 3 o'clock for our Facebook show that airs on Charter Cable, Spectrum, and Time Warner. Uh, and Jim likes to take credit for introducing me to the owners of Rocco's Tavern, and he's right. Jim, why don't you show up tomorrow? Anyway, uh, it's Peter Dills, Dining with Dills. I want to thank our guest, Steve, for coming in. He is, of course, with Casa Noble. It's the uh, brand ambassador for Southern California. He's got other stuff coming uh, that he does, but we'll find out about that in a few months. We'll invite you back now that you know how to get to the station. Yeah. And he was waiting for me, which I was impressed. I don't know. How you, still don't know how we got past the heavy security guard. Okay. It's Peter Dills. We'll be back uh, at Saturday at 5 on KRLA AM 870 and here in Anaheim AM 830 KLA. A. We've got all of Southern California covered. Sergio, thank you. Uh-oh, Leroy's walking in. Hi, Leroy. It's before six and time for Leroy Wine Guy Guilford. Before six is a weekly wine commentary by Leroy and his friends in the wine lifestyle world. Before six is brought to you in part by Tour of Temecula Map Guide, your guide to all the fun of our Southern California wine country. Available at fine retailers, restaurants, hotels, and wineries, and at TemeculaMapGuide.com. And by Grow Grapes Make Wine. Have you ever wondered, can I live the wine dream as an amateur or as a professional? Well, yes, you can. Just call Arroyo the Wine Guy Guilford at 951-570-3278. That's 951-570-3278. On Before Six this week, my guests are David and Tara Webb. Now, many food and wine shows will be talking Thanksgiving themes this week. And you know what? We're actually <laughs> no different. We're definitely talking Thanksgiving. But for dreams coming true, yeah, instead of some of those food things, you know, and uh, part of our of uh, this whole story is you can do it too. So David and Tara, welcome to Before Six. Good to be here. Thank it's good you to be here. Us. Thank you for having us. Yes. Well, I want you guys to tell your story because you have an incredibly fun, eh, some might call it serendipity and others of us might call it providence. Let's talk about how you ended up here in Southern California wine country, uh, the property you're on right now, how you got into the wine grapes and the whole story we're going to carry forward. So let's, let's jump in right there. Well, we started, I uh, uh, had an opportunity to come out here uh, due to a, uh, a career change and due to uh, some family out here. And when we came across this house, we was in a little bit of rough shape. Uh, we purchased it and we discovered that there was a small vineyard on it with mm -hmm. about 100 vines on it at, uh, at the time. And how much is the acreage you have here? I would say about half an acre right now. Okay, but the total acreage you have here? Three and a half acres. Three and a half acres, okay. So you have some stuff to work with. Yeah. I do. Okay, all right. So let's continue on with that story. So. Well, when, I, uh, uh, when we realized that what we had as far as the vineyard is, mm -hmm. and uh, I, uh, I don't know, I was just uh, thankful for the opportunity. Uh, a while back, I had somebody give me a book about vineyards mm -hmm. and uh, about wineries. And so I took that book and began to glean some stuff from it. And I actually put my hand to the vines that were out there. Uh, I didn't use a, a contractor. I didn't use uh, any other uh, crop management services. I just put my hand to it. Uh, that first year, I doubled uh, the output the second year, I uh, uh, tripled the uh, output. 
the harvest of it. And then uh, this current year that we find ourselves in uh, is when uh, uh, I found that uh, I had to find another uh, another avenue to sell my grapes. Right. So let's talk about. So here in the Temecula Valley, you had what was Oak Mountain was buying your Grenache grapes. Was that right? That is correct. Okay. And uh, at that time, you had another management company was actually kind of overseeing some of the farming practices. Is that my understanding right? No, that okay. uh, that was uh, with the uh, the other owners. Oh, okay. So you jumped in right from day one. I jumped in, put my hands to it, uh, took care of everything from the uh, uh, the drip lines to the pruning to the harvesting, all of it. Now, I want you folks think of this, okay? They came here. Where were you in? Because you moved here from southern United States. Where were you down south? Alabama. Alabama. So not really great growing property, folks. So, <laughs> so they jumped in, not doing a whole lot, and uh, he increased his wine grape farming production uh, with putting a little green thumb of his own. So let's talk about right now, you're in the process of learning a lot because you have wine grapes that are actually harvested and making wine. But let's talk about how that came all about because that involves uh, all of us here, Tara and, and David and myself. Okay. Well, uh, back uh, earlier this year, many of us know that there, we had a, a lot of rain. Right. And due to the rain, as we were getting ready to uh, contract with uh, uh, a winery, uh, they informed us that because there was such ample rainfall this year that Grenache was in plenty uh, was in, you know uh, it was plentiful in the valley and so they told me that they were not going to be needing my bonds this year well that put me into uh, the mode of trying to find find an alternative right. and I, I contacted other wineries I contacted other uh, uh, winemakers and they weren't interested at the time because of the same reason Grenache was in ample supply so one day my wife and I went down uh, actually you can see it from our house uh, Fazelli Sellers. And while we were there, I picked up a, uh, uh, a brochure, we a card. We were eating lunch and uh, <laughs> got a brochure. And lo and behold, uh, I looked at it and saw somebody that looked familiar to me. <laughs> and I looked at my wife and I said, uh, does this look like uh, that guy at church? And she said, yes, it does. And lo and behold, uh, that guy ended up being you, Leroy. Lo and behold. Now, here's the fun part of the story, folks, and I'm, I'm delightful. Uh, my love, as you know when you listen to this segment or listen to Wine Country Talk Radio in times past, is uh, sharing people's passions and especially living their dream, and in this case, you know, the wine industry dream, and that's all kinds of dimensions. So you had wine grapes hanging, no place to go with them, and uh, you got a hold of me. I came the next day and looked at your vines. We kind of assessed them, and I have to make this disclaimer, folks. I am not a wine grape farmer. I am not a winemaker. I've just hung out for years and years and years with some of the best in the world. And it rubs off on you after a while. And so let's talk about what happened next. Well, you, uh, uh, you came out, you did look at them, and uh, gave me your assessment of them. And then you said that you knew a guy. His name is Jeff Sanders. And I know you'll talk more about him in just a second. But you, input, you put me in touch with him. He came out to the house took a look at the grapes, and I would say within the week we were harvesting those grapes. We took a look at the grapes on Monday, and early Friday morning that week, we were harvesting grapes. Sure were. And then we headed straight over to Jeff's place. He is an award-winning, astounding home winemaker with designs in the future to go commercial. And uh, you've heard him. He's been on the show a couple times, and some of you have even called him and said, can I learn about home wine grape farming? Because that's the kind of guy Jeff is. So we took... You're what, we had 779 pounds, was that, that we harvested that morning? Was that right? That's it. That's it? Okay. And uh, that's about mm, two-thirds of a barrel's worth, right? Yes. So maybe 180 to 200 cases when we get all done, possibly, right? Yes. 
Oops, no, hold on, wait a minute. I'm at 180 to 200 bottles, not cases. Now, you've never made wine before, correct? Never have, new experience. Okay, so hands on with, with Jeff, side by side. And uh, the whole point here, folks, is yes, you can do it too. Here we are with Tara and David, and they have another fun company. Tara, talk about that real quick, because it's the holiday season and you're doing a lot of cookie baking, right? Yes, we have a company, it's Tangerine Cookies. We send cookies all over the United States, and this is our busiest time of the year. So we have a lot of fun with that, and I'm a homemaker at heart, and it shows in our gifting. Well, here's what's going on next. They're deciding, well, we got some extra acreage. Maybe we should plant that, and what should we plant it, and how do we go about that? And so, uh, yes, folks, um, these folks came to me and my guests for next week as well, who are grading their property right now, for those who got to take a look on Facebook. It caused me to create Grow Grapes, Make Wine. Yeah, you just call me, the Roy the Wine Guy, at 951-570-3278. I know everybody, well, close to, and the people you can rely on. And if you want to know how to get into living the wine dream whether it's farming wine grapes at 50 vines or if it's 50 acres and you want to go there you have to know where to start and uh you guys found out i can help you get started right y yes you, you're the one who helped make this happen <laughs> it's been a lot of fun a lot of fun and it's a continuing saga so when that wine actually gets in the bottle we'll break it open and have another show and talk about that okay it's an ongoing story you guys, thank you so much for being part of Before Six on the Dining with Dills show with Peter Dills and Leroy Guilford. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you, Leroy. You bet. Thank you. This has been Before Six with Leroy Wine Guy Guilford, featured every week on the Peter Dills show. Before Six has been brought to you in part by Tour of Temecula Map Guide, your guide to all the fun of our Southern California wine country. Available at fine retailers, restaurants, hotels, and wineries, and at TemeculaMapGuide.com. And by Grow Grapes Make Wine. Have you ever wondered, can I live the wine dream as an amateur or as a professional? Well, yes, you can. Just call Leroy the Wine Guy Guilford at 951-570-3278. That's 951-570-3278. Tour of Temecula Map Guide, the number one source to all the fun of our Southern California wine country. Now featuring expanded distribution monthly in over 250 locations throughout San Diego and the Inland Empire. Available at fine hotels, specialty shops, restaurants, wineries, and at TemeculaMapGuide.com. Headed for the fun of wine country, or maybe even our local microbreweries? Then hit TemeculaMapGuide.com or snatch up a copy at your favorite winery or shop. Tour of Temecula Map Guide, the number one source to all the fun of our Southern California wine country. Dining with Dills. You're dining with Dills. Dining with Dills. You're gonna get your delicious fill. Yeah. Oh, good.